Welcome back to another episode of the Ask Kelly Show. I am your host, Kelly Miller, independent advice columnist as well as love and life coach. In today's episode, we will be continuing the attachment style series, diving into the dismissive avoidant attachment style, what it is, how it manifests, as well as some guidance on how to heal. But before we get into that, I would like to invite you to follow me on my socials. Follow my blog as kellynelle.wordpress for all my advice on dating relationships and self-improvement. Follow and like my Facebook page as kellynelle. Add me on Facebook, kellynelle. And if you would like the opportunity to vote for the next topic, then follow me on Twitter at Kelly Nelle or on Instagram at Kelly.nelle. That's it. Let's dive into today's topic. As I've mentioned before, it is important that you consume info on attachment styles for your edification and not for the purpose of self-diagnosing. If you would like to know what your attachment style is, I have a link available in the description but I would highly recommend speaking to either a therapist or a psychologist to really be able to get a full grasp of your attachment style and how it manifests. So the attachment theory, simply put, is how we relate to the world and it consists of four attachment styles. Secure, anxious, preoccupied, also known as ambivalent, Fearful avoidant, also known as disorganized, and dismissive avoidant. A dismissive avoidant attachment style is one variation of the avoidant attachment style, as well as one of the three insecure attachment styles. Children develop a dismissive attachment style when they experience a neglectful, unresponsive, or unaffectionate caregiver. An example of this may be a caregiver that insists on tough love, dismissing a child's emotions and insisting on treating them as an adult. Children essentially learn that their caregiver is unsafe and as a result develop a pseudo-independence. As adults, people with this attachment style often appear to be confident lone wolves who don't need anyone. However, Buried deep within their core is a desire for love and intimacy. Because people with this attachment style are so disconnected from their heart, they're often unaware of their true emotions as well as their desire for love and intimacy. Emotions and dependency are seen as weak, and relationships are considered to be of little value. It's not uncommon for people with this attachment style to be seen as narcissistic or self-centered. And while narcissists have a dismissive attachment style, not everyone with a dismissive attachment style is a narcissist. People with a dismissive attachment style are incredibly charming, borderline manipulative, and are more likely to engage in casual relationships as opposed to pursuing committed relationships. Should they pursue a relationship, it will most likely be with someone of an anxious nature, and they will usually be extremely slow if not entirely reluctant to commit. If they do commit, 
deeper forms of commitment such as emotional intimacy or marriage will prove to be a challenge to acquire. With this, attachment style have a hard time expressing their authentic emotions. They may respond in ways that suggest that they don't care or appear more secure than what they actually are. But beneath it all is an authentic emotion, whether that be sadness, disappointment, or jealousy, that is ultimately being repressed. Most, if not all, people with this attachment style are workaholics, immersing themselves into their work as a means to not only avoid interpersonal relationships, but themselves as well. Because of their aversion to intimacy, people with this attachment style limit their interaction with other people. They maintain both emotional and physical distance using deactivating strategies including ghosting, ignoring their partner's needs for em- need for emotional intimacy or reassurance, cheating, conjuring or focusing on people's flaws, we're talking about a phantom ex. A phantom ex is usually the ex that got away or the ex that broke their heart. The reason why they cannot or rather refuse to open up when in relationship. So, now that we are aware of what a dismissive attachment style is and how it manifests, how do we begin to heal if we have this particular attachment style? Again, Therapy is incredibly essential and beneficial for gaining more insights, as well as helping you garner the tools to show up in relationships in a more secure and healthy way. Another thing that is important is to recognize the importance of relationships and intimacy, to allow yourself to be dependent on others, as well as allowing them to to be dependent on you, to cultivate healthy interdependence to cultivate intimacy within your relationships. Because people with this attachment style struggle with vulnerability, it is also essential for them to learn to connect with their emotions, to connect with their body, to be able to identify and express their needs authentically, to trust that other people will be able to be responsive and reliable and ultimately act as a safe space for them so do you have a dismissive attachment style how has your journey to healing been what are your thoughts on this episode i'd love to hear what you think so do share your thoughts with me on my socials if you need sound advice on matters of the heart or life or if you would like one-on-one coaching head over to my blog Click menu, then programs and services for info on how to book a session with me. All of my services are currently 30% off. And if you would like to win a free coaching call with me, follow me on whatever platform you're listening from. Take a screenshot. Follow me on either Twitter or Instagram and DM me that very same screenshot. If you'd simply like to support this podcast and see it grow, Follow it on whatever platform you're listening from and tune in every Tuesday and Thursday. All right, beloved, until the next episode, ciao for now.